Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is March 9th, 2017. My name is Phil Prosperike. I'm the expert and site editor over at Orlando Magic Daily. Com. And we have a full show for you today, coming off the heels of the Magic's 98-91 win over the Chicago Bulls over at the Amway Center. We'll have a complete recap of that game, as well as talk about the sudden resurgence of Alfred Payton, a second straight triple-double for Alfred Payton. This one came rather easily, got it done in three quarters, leading the Magic to the victory. We'll talk about him, and then I'm going to talk a little bit, you know, we're going to go very game-specific here. I'm going to talk a little bit about the center rotation with Nikola Vucevic out and how the Magic have been stretched thin at that position. But let's start, as we tend to do with these with these podcasts, with the game itself, the Orlando Magic taking on the Chicago Bulls uh, and coming away with a 98-91 to victory. Orlando needed, came into the game uh, struggling in the fourth quarter. I mean, this this was a team that that really struggled to finish games out, and Chicago was a team that that did very much the same. But difference is, of course, they have Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy Butler does good things typically at the end of games. That was not the case on Wednesday night. Orlando was the one that made the plays and got things done at the end. Whether it was uh, in a two point game with seven tenths of a second left on the shot clock. Inbounding the ball from beneath their own basket, finding Aaron Gordon for a lob tip-in to to give the Magic a lead, or whether it was Aaron Gordon, you know, digging out two offensive rebounds on possession, and then Evan Fournier getting an offensive rebound and finding Alfred Payton for a layup, whether it was Terrence Ross making a shot, whether it was Bismack Biombo getting a block on Jimmy Butler, whether it was Aaron Gordon defending Jimmy Butler, whether it was Alfred Payton playing good defense or getting out in transition or so on and so on and so on and so on. The Magic executed in the fourth quarter and won the game. Despite shooting 8-for-26 from the floor in the fourth quarter, now Orlando got the job done. They held Chicago to 5-for-23 shooting, including 0-for-5 from Jimmy Butler as the Orlando Magic take a 98-91 win over the Chicago Bulls. This game was not easy by any stretch of the imagination. Orlando fell behind by... Uh, by 13 points in the first half, it looked like Chicago was going to run away, that Orlando just wouldn't have the gas, or at the very least, it felt like very similar to the Knicks game a few weeks ago, uh, when the Knicks went on a nice little run, like right at the beginning of the second quarter when the bench was in, and then the two teams just kind of traded blows and treaded water, and the Magic ran out of time. That's not what happened here. It felt like it was going to happen here, where the Magic just fell behind and couldn't get back up, but you got to give credit to Alfred Payton and to the Magic for sticking with it and staying with the game plan and finding a way to get back in this game. Alfred Payton, as, as I'm going to talk about a little bit later on in the show, it was just an absolute driver and force for the Magic on offense, uh, getting the team back into this game just really by his sheer force of will. His final stat line, 22 points, 8 for 12 shooting, 6 for 7 from the line, career-high 14 rebounds, career-high tying 14 assists, his second straight triple-double. 
Um, he passed this on Monday, but bears but adds to it on Wednesday. He is now the Magic's all-time leader in triple doubles in franchise history. So another strong game from Alfred Payton, and as as Frank Vogel said, he really willed the team to victory. Yeah, back to back triple doubles. You know that's very very impressive, and he did it in three quarters. So um, you know very proud of the kid. Like I said, he's been he's, he's had some ups and downs this year, but really put together two of his best performances of the year. And uh, you know you use the word. You know, it was, it was about his will. We'll have a little bit more on Alfred Payton in just a little bit, but it it bears some repeating, and it bear and I'll repeat it then. Alfred Payton really willed this team to victory. He was a driving force, uh, and when it looked like no one was ready to come with him, and, and the Magic were ready to capitulate, Alfred Payton just kept attacking and attacking and attacking and scoring and finding ways to just bring the Magic some energy, and eventually. He brought everyone along with them, uh, and, and Orlando made the plays down the stretch. Uh, after struggling against Washington on Sunday and struggling against New York on Monday in the fourth quarter, Orlando made all the plays they needed to make down the stretch. They got stops. This was about their defense as much as anything. Chicago kind of got stagnant, went into a little bit of a shell, but Biombo was there to, to, to block and contest shots. Uh, Evan Fournier did a very good job on Jimmy Butler all game long. Aaron Gordon took over in the fourth quarter and shut him down. Uh, the the shots that Chicago was getting uh, throughout the first half when they built their lead evaporated. And Orlando had control of the tempo. They had control of, of the pace of the game. Uh, and they did exactly what, what they wanted and won the game exactly how they wanted to win it. You run down these final stats here. I, said, I mentioned Peyton 22, 14, and 14. Evan Fournier ends with 20 points, 9 rebounds, crashing the glass, being a, being a part of of the Magic's, uh, you know, those big plays that, he, that they had to make. I mean, it, it, there was a play late in the game. Magic got three offensive rebounds. The last one, Fournier dug out and shoveled it to Peyton for a layup, made it a, a four- or five-point game. And it felt like the game was over then, that the Magic had wrapped this one up. So big play from him. Fournier, I thought, tried to get into the lane too much, tried to force things, especially when the Magic were down. Once they turned it over to Peyton, let him kind of run the show, Fournier got better looks, got better shots, got better opportunities, uh, and then that's how his scoring got up. Terrence Ross, 14 points, 5 for 12 shooting. Aaron Gordon, 13 points, 4 for 7 shooting, 5 for 6 from the line. Um, just to, Again, Magic didn't shoot very well. 41.6% from the floor, 7 for 25 from beyond the arc. Got to the line for 21 free throws, 17 for 21 from the line. Got 15 offensive rebounds. Got 17 second chance points off those 15 offensive rebounds. But more importantly... For the Magic, they turn 18 Chicago turnovers into 20 points, and they finish the game with 27 fast break points. The Magic are making an emphasis on getting out in transition, and it's working. And it's been working really, really well because of one guy. And that one guy is Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton's had an up-and-down season this year. I mean, Vogel noted it in his press conference after the game. It's been, and I noted it as well during shoot-around when I asked him about Peyton. I swear I didn't know he was going to do this again. Peyton has had his difficulties this season, uh, just like he had his difficulties last season. And I think as the Magic had begun to start peering through the future and, and recognizing kind of the disappointment of the season, there's been a lot of talk about Alfred Peyton and where he fits into the Magic's plans. On one hand... He can have games like this where he dominates and, and, and plays really well. And on the other hand, he's had a lot of games where he just doesn't show up. And 
Uh, it's been proven time and time and time and time again that when Alfred Payton is playing at a really high level, the Magic are a different kind of team. And that was proven tonight. This is the kind, I mean, Wednesday's game was the kind of game that a bad team loses because they don't have their best stuff. You shoot 42%, you're going to lose a lot of those games. You fall down by 13, even at home, when you're a team like in the position the Magic are at, you lose those games. Alfred Payton made sure the Magic did not lose this game. We were all waiting for Jimmy Butler to take over, and it never happened. Alfred Payton took over and and at least kept the Magic in the game until everyone else came with him, and he brought everyone else with him. And that has increasingly been the theme since the All-Star break. Alfred Payton's numbers since the All-Star break are actually kind of impressive. Since the All-Star break, he's averaging 13 points per game, 7.9 rebounds per game, and 7.3 assists per game, shooting 57.4% from the floor. By all accounts, he's more efficient, he's more productive in multiple areas. He's come close to four triple-doubles, not just the two that he's gotten. He missed uh, one against Atlanta by a rebound and assist, and he didn't even play in the fourth quarter in that game. And he missed another by an assist uh, against Miami. So Peyton's been extremely active. And it's very, very clear that this style seems to fit him in a way that, that that previous styles did not, or that the way the Magic used to be playing did not. Peyton, as we kind of have, have gone, have kind of figured out, is really good in the open floor. And it's always been tricky to figure out how to get him to move north and south, how to get him going toward the basket. Because when Peyton moves toward the basket, he's able to get into the lane and drive and kick and um, try and get others involved. When he's kind of standing there dribbling by himself, moving side to side, he's not effective because he can't shoot. Or he's a very, he's a struggling shooter. And so getting out in transition more, where Peyton's really, really effective again, has unlocked a, another level to his game. And everyone notices what Alfred Peyton's providing this team right now. Uh, I thought tonight was even more impressive than last night. Uh, EP carried this tonight. He was making every right play down the court, uh, being aggressive, uh, and just, you know, being EP, scrambling defensively, having rebounds, just, uh, just uh, fighting over. That was Evan Fournier after the game on Wednesday. And and Peyton has been a, a real big driving force for the Magic uh, since, the, since the lineup change especially. I mean, I, I've talked a lot about this, about how the Magic aesthetically look like a different team. And it's because of Alfred Peyton driving the ship. It's because Peyton is really good at getting using space. When you give him space, he takes it. And he takes it and he scores. And he takes it and he gets to the basket. And he takes it and he dishes out for others. He can be a very good point guard. The problem, of course, is doing it every night. That's been the big question for him for the last two, three years, for his entire career, essentially. Uh, But 
when he's good, he's really good. And when he's good, the Magic are really good. And I think that's an important thing to remember when it comes to Peyton. And it's part of the decision the Magic have to make with their point guard position. And I think a lot of people are still thinking about it, but Peyton has done a lot of really good things. And since the All-Star break especially, I mean, you, you I, I read the numbers out to you. He's been fantastic. And the Magic are going to need that to, again, continue gathering information and figure out how to make things work. But Peyton has shown them, essentially, in seven, eight games now, that he can play at this level, in this style, and it really, really seems to fit what he, what he, the way he likes to play. And I think that's a, that's a good sign for the team. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. What has not been a good sign for the team, though, has been uh, Nikola Vucevic's injury, obviously. I mean, you're down one of your best players, and Nikola Vucevic is another player who has really thrived since the since the, the lineup shift. He has done a good job taking advantage of what, what Peyton does. Uh, the, the pick and pop with Peyton has been fantastic. Um, he's good at trailing plays and, and, and getting his shots up when he can. But with Nikola Vucevic out with the sore Achilles, the Magic have been really thin at center. And, and in the games before Wednesday's game against Chicago, it was abundantly clear. Bismack Biombo has had to play a lot of minutes. In Wednesday's game, he played 35 minutes, 6 points, 3 for 11, shooting 6 rebounds. Uh in the two games before that that he missed that Vucevic missed, Biombo averaged 38 minutes per game, playing 42 minutes against the Knicks. So he was playing a lot of minutes. But he averaged 12 points and 14 and a half rebounds per game. Again, small sample size. But the Magic were a much better team, were a better team with him on the floor as opposed to his backups. The problem with his backups were there really aren't many options. The Magic tried Steven Zimmerman to start the game against Washington in the second quarter. Um, they eventually tried to go to a uh, smaller lineup with Aaron Gordon and Jeff Green as their two power forwards and centers. Against the New York Knicks, they tried Damian Rudej and Jeff Green. That completely flopped. Um, that was probably where the Magic lost the game. They, 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 were down, they were minus 10 when they were on the floor together uh, in those small lineups. Uh, and the Magic has had to rely heavily on Bismack Biombo. Frank Vogel seemed to suggest when, when we asked him about it that it was a, uh, uh, a kind of a decision based on matchup. If the matchup, if the other team goes small, he was going to go small. If the other team goes big, they were, he was going to go, throw Zimmerman into the fire. That was the case Wednesday against Chicago. They threw Steven Zimmerman into the final fire. We got to see the rookie play 12 and a half meaningful minutes. And the Sem... Even Vogel admitted Zimmerman's probably not ready to play 
NBA basketball quite yet or to play meaningful minutes uh, in, an NBA, in an NBA game. Uh, I think he said so on, on Monday. But this is his opportunity. And, you know, the Magic were plus four with Zimmerman on the floor. A lot of that, I think, in the fourth quarter uh, when he came in. He obviously did enough to get a second stint. Uh, but Zim needs to put on some muscle. I mean, it's clear he gets out, he gets muscled around out there. Still kind of feels like the game moves a little faster. The NBA game, at least, moves a little faster. Him, uh, He wasn't quite on top of things offensively when he got the ball. Uh, and so... It's going to be, until Nikola Vucevic comes back, it's going to be a little bit of a struggle to fill these minutes. Sure, going small with Aaron Gordon at the center or Jeff Green and Damian Rudic at the center, it creates a lot of space. And I think the Magic saw that in Washington and tried to replicate it Monday and it didn't quite work. It works a lot better when Aaron Gordon's the center than Damian Rudic. And then replicating it didn't work because when the Knicks went big on Monday, the Magic didn't match, and they got beat for it. Kylo Quinn destroyed the Magic's front court uh, with Bismack Biombo out, and and that probably helped the Knicks win that game and set the tone to win that game. And so the Magic, until Nikola Vucevic comes back, are going to have to kind of platoon this and figure it out and at least keep the boat steady. That's not what happened in the second quarter uh, on Wednesday. On Wednesday in the second quarter... Um, you know, Zimmerman was, was minus eight. The bench got pummeled in the second quarter. So the Magic really began to lose contact. They recovered, of course. Fourth quarter was big. With Zimmerman on the floor, fourth quarter was big. And he wasn't necessarily a negative. I thought he was good at getting into the right position uh, and being there to challenge, but he, he, he never made... Um, much more of an impact other than that, and again, got muscled off the ball a little bit, got drawn into a jump ball when you know he needed to get a rebound, so on and so forth. Luckily, Nikola Vucevic is day to day. You know, Frank uh, Vogel said he hoped to hear that that Vucevic would be available Wednesday. Trainers hadn't cleared him yet; he was still feeling sore. Vucevic said he is feeling a bit better. Um, he's hopeful that he can play Friday. Another day of rest coming up on Thursday. Um, it's he's going to be ready when he's ready. There's no timetable for that. But certainly the Magic need him in there just to add some depth because their bench right now is getting killed. There's there's no other way around it. The bench is getting crushed. And Orlando needs that bench to perform at a high level if they're going to compete and if they're going to win games like they want to. It's going to be, I mean, everyone, every team will say, next man up, do your, you know, got to know your job, be ready when the opportunity comes. And that, that's, this is Steven Zimmerman's opportunity to get some minutes. But obviously the Magic are much better with Nikola Vucevic in there. And that's what the Magic will need to see eventually. Because they're, they're really stretched in right now and it, and it got exploited against Washington. It got exploited against New York. They got, they got exploited to some extent against Chicago. They were able to rally and get the win. Uh, and so th- this will be a situation to watch as long as Nikola Vucevic is out, and we don't know when he's going to be back. So they're, they're going to have to figure some things out at center. I want to thank everyone for listening to today's podcast. We're a little bit short today, but that's that's okay. Big win for the Magic uh, as they defeat the Chicago Bulls 98-91 to at the Amway Center. We'll have a complete preview 
of Friday's game against the Charlotte Hornets on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic. Uh, I want to try and maybe do a Friday mini mailbag if, if you want. So go ahead and send me your questions on Twitter at Locked On Magic. Use the hashtag Locked On Magic to get your questions into me uh, to answer on tomorrow's episode of the show. And really, anytime, if you want to drop me a line, you can do so on uh, on Locked On Magic. You can do so as well on Facebook. Give us a like there at Locked On Magic. And of course, you can message me and contact me on Twitter at Daily and follow OrlandoMagicDaily.com on Facebook. Uh, like us at Orlando Magic Daily. I want to thank everyone again for listening to today's episode. Uh, you can, of course, find us on iTunes, Audio Boom, Stitcher, and TuneIn, all the fun places you download podcasts. Um, I'm sure you know that already. Um, in case you don't, tell your friends, leave a review, uh, let people know how great this podcast is. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. I will see you again tomorrow on another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic. Your daily Orlando Magic Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.